Hey everyone, it's Mark, and I'm back for episode 11 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. I skipped last week because, as you heard in episode 10, I was jet-lagged, and I was starting to get sick, and what happened was, I did get sick, and because I took time off from work to travel, I did not have any real sick time, so I had to work while I was sick, and I just... I did not have the energy or the time to record an episode, even though they're, you know, under 30 minutes. I sounded like crap, and I was coughing and sneezing and just exhausted. So most of my free time was spent, like, in bed, just relaxing, trying to feel better. So that's why there was no episode last week. But I'm back this week, whole new episode, episode number 11. Um, So... It's been really hectic right now, uh, thanks to TwitchCon being this week, and I'm still working up until a day before the event. I'm going to be working two booths, so this episode is going to be really heavily on this year's TwitchCon, what's going on at the booths I'm going to be helping out at, uh, a couple you know, stories from last time, because I worked in 2016 at TwitchCon when it was in San Diego, and yeah, just going to go over that stuff, um, that's going to be the main gist of it but you know since episode 10 i mean it's been basically two weeks a lot of stuff has been happening i missed out on so many comic books even though they were held for me i just didn't pick them up when they released because a day before i was flying out comics were released and then the day i came back new comics were released so i didn't pick up any of them until a couple days later so i had two weeks worth of books it was a lot it was like 70 dollars worth of comics if that's with my discount, then I just picked up more and because I was sick and it's not, I actually haven't read any of them. I got a backlog of comic books right now. Uh, the only one I read was Go Go Power Rangers, and I picked up Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and I read that uh, number forty three. And other than that, like I have three <laughs> between Howard House. House and Powers of X. Wow, couldn't jumble my words. I have three issues to read. There's still absolute carnage I got to catch up on. No one left to fight. Ghosted in L.A. A couple Archie comics and Sabrina the Teenage Witch like and Buffy. I have a lot to read. So that's going to be my cool down Monday after TwitchCon is I'm going to read all those. So next week's episode will probably be some stories from TwitchCon and very heavily focused on my backlog of comic books. Uh, other than that, I mean, for comics, uh, since I was sick and laying around and stuff, I've been playing the Switch a lot more. Um, I finally picked up, uh, what's that called? Fire Emblem Three Houses. And I'm deeply emotionally involved in that game right now. And I haven't dove into Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, the remastered one. I haven't opened it yet. I will be playing that at some point. And I'm almost done with Gears 5. I was so hyped for that game. And it's just between being sick and still working, because I haven't taken time off, so I've been, you know, sick at work and everything else. Um, I, I'm i not contagious, by the way, so, like, that's, you know, if I was contagious, I would have called out. But, you know, I just, I think it was more just exhaustion and getting used to the time zone, because I flew in and, like, went right back into work. And then I had to, you know, cover for somebody, so my day off to recuperate, I was at work. And... That was rough for me. So I like I don't know if it was just I wasn't feeling you know sitting 
on the couch playing Xbox. I'd rather just lay in bed and play the Switch, which is what I've been doing. And but it, oh, it's so good. Uh, and I picked up a Switch Lite, and I will say this is definitely for anyone who has a Switch, and you want something that's just handheld with a better battery life, so you can lay around and play. You know, if you commute to work on public transit, or you get like a work break, like I can take the bus to work, play my Switch, my half hour lunch break, play the Switch, and then on the commute home, and I'll still have like sixty. 65 to percent battery left so it's really nice for the better battery and it's lighter in weight because there's no rumble support no joy cons and that detach and it's it just feels more comfortable because it's smaller so it's not as bulky i love it i'm really enjoying it it's worth the price i mean 199 dollars and you get a switch you know I could see how marketing it from a standpoint of someone who doesn't own a switch might not be as appealing because you know with a regular switch you can Take out the kickstand, detach the Joy-Cons, and you and a friend can play some co-op in like Mario Kart or Mario Party or 1-2 Switch or even Smash Brothers. Whereas this one, you kind of have to play it handheld or buy a third-party like kind of kickstand type deal. And you'd have to have Joy-Cons you buy separately because you could still link Joy-Cons to it. So if you haven't owned a Switch before, if you do plan on playing games like that co-op locally, like... It's not, you're better off spending an extra $100 and getting a regular Switch. But if you're strictly going to be playing handheld, definitely pick up the Switch Lite. I got the turquoise one because I love the way it looked, and I don't regret it. No buyer's remorse whatsoever on that. But that's 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 really it for what's been going on. I'm going to, you know, jump into the bread and the butter of this episode right now. So right off the bat, TwitchCon. Like, I'm not, like, I stream on Mixer. I've streamed in the past on Twitch. Uh, I'm not a full-time or even a part-time streamer. I'm a casual streamer. I don't, you know, I won't even pretend that, you know, I'm, there's there's no situation where I would be partnered with any streaming service anytime soon because I just don't have the setup or the time, really, to honestly, to, to commit to that. I would love to, um... There's spurts where I will, you know, stream like 15 hours a week here and there if like there's a game release or I feel like I'm actually in the mood. But that being said, I do like working conventions. I I guess the best way to put it is like I could never see myself being the guy. Like I could never buy tickets to a convention. It just feels weird, especially like streaming ones cuz I'm not going to lie, I'd get bored. Like what am I going to do all day walk around and just check out booths? Like, Comic-Con's one thing where it's, like, you can go to panels and go buy merch and this and that. But it's, you know, something like a VidCon or TwitchCon or PAX East, like, waiting in those long lines just to play games when the demos eventually will be online or the games are going to be released. I just couldn't get it. That's, like, when I did Media and Press for, you know, my original website, Those Gaming Nerds, and then NerdTaku, and, like, I like the the behind the scenes stuff. I love doing interviews with developers and artists. I loved, you know, writing the articles and that's not, that's what I loved. I didn't really, from a fan perspective, there was no real joy in going to a convention. I've went to two in my life where I actually just bought tickets and went and I found myself barely spending any time at the actual convention. I would go check out like the artist alley or merch and then I'm like, okay, I've seen it all. And then I'd go home and it's like, did it, 
and I buy stuff too, but you know, that's and I'd go to signings, but that's really the only appeal. But it's like from a content creator one, I know people have fans out there, so they're gonna have people do meet and greets and this and that, and I'm all for that. I have friends who are doing meet and greets during TwitchCon and this and that, and I'm like, oh, that's you know, that's awesome. Like, you know, you have a fan base that's like pretty freaking cool, you know, but me personally, I could never get in that mind state for someone like what it's like an actor or comic artist this and that they're on a plateau they're you know like content creators like i'm a content creator just because i'm not partnered this and that but i don't have i don't hold a lot of content creators on like a pedestal where i'm like i gotta pay money to see this person i need to wait in line to get like shake their hand and get an autograph or a photo i'm like i see it more like most of these people are my peers even they're partnered this and that I just went a different route. I went the podcasting route, which I did a podcast for, two, you know, over two years. And then, you know, doing media and press. Like, I'd rather do interviews with them and this and that and not be like a, like, I could be a fan of someone's content, but I wouldn't be like a fanboy, you know? Like, I appreciate the content you put out. It's entertaining. Let's sit down and chat. I want to interview you. I want to pick your brain. That's what I'd be more. But, so with conventions now, I do more exhibitor industry side of things. So in 2016, when TwitchCon was in San Diego, uh, thanks to a friend of mine who was working with a charity, he was just like, "Hey, um, this this booth, they got games. You like game? Like they need they need help. They need someone to go work the booth. They're gonna pay you. So you know, if you want to go over there." And I was like, "Okay." So TwitchCon 2016, I was in the indie booth area. I was with a little company called Toy Logic. They made. Um, Happy Wars, and this time they're showing Happy Dungeons, which was kind of like a four-person co-op or so single-player like dungeon crawler with all these weapons, character customization, a, a hilarious story. And so, you know, I went to work with them for three days, and it was long hours. Like, don't get me wrong, but it was just, it was so much fun. I and this was the first time um, I ever worked with actual like video game developer at a booth because before then the only experience i had is i worked a charity booth at e3 in 2016 for operation supply drop and that was probably the best experience i've ever had going to a convention and i've been going to conventions since 2007 so nine years in that was actually like one of the highlights like just good people made friends that i'm still friends with now and it was just a lot of fun, and everyone, a whole bunch of people who are on the same page. Some of us were streamers and content creators, and just, you know, and we all came together. Basically, we're strangers. We all met up. I Well, I met them all once at, you know, like a meetup to just, you know, talk about the charity. And that's not, other than that, I've never met these people before, and they were just like, hey, and they were cool instantly. So I was like, this is what I like. This is what I want to do. And that kind of like flipped the switch for me because since then I actually haven't gone to any conventions as media or press I've been strictly an exhibitor slash industry like I this bug bit me and I was like I just want to work these booths this is fun this makes it because I'll be at the booth for like five six hours and then I'll have a couple hours to go just explore and that's all I want I only want a couple hours to explore that's it other than that I'm fine put me in a booth put me to work you know and since I have this weird eidetic memory where I can retain a lot of knowledge stuff I read, like I learn, like you, they send me the PDF ahead of time with all the information. 
you better believe the second I'm at your booth, I know everything. I'm always prepared. And so this year, I'm going to be in the mornings about 9.30 to like 1 because I do, I'm, I'm working two booths. I joked around my friend because we're wrestling fans and it's like Becky Lynch was Becky Two Belts for a while. So for TwitchCon, I'm Mark Two Booths. Because from 9 on Friday and Saturday, about 9.30 in the morning to like 1 p.m., I'm going to be working with Streamlabs. So they're going to be, and just to give you information, booth. The booth is going to be kind of near the entrance. It's going to be 1301. Um, they're going to be doing um, meet and greets. They're going to have giveaways, merch. And I love Streamlabs. So for those of you who don't, aren't aware of Streamlabs, they kind of, they're, they're kind of like the, Almost, if you're a streamer, a content creator, or anything, you most likely use Streamlabs. If you don't, I don't. I just okay. You're you're some sort of genius if you can get away without using Streamlabs. Because Streamlabs, all the notifications you see, the goals that are on the you know overlays, that's not that's where you get it from. So if someone, if you're watching a streamer and someone follows and a GIF shows up and there's a noise and notification, that's a stream. That's from Streamlabs. I use it, even though I don't have a computer, I stream directly from Xbox through Lightstream, but I can use Streamlabs with it too. So for me, it's great because I don't have OBS, I don't have this big, powerful gaming computer. So what I do is I have all my stuff set up in Streamlabs and linked to my Mixer account, and boom, someone follows me on Mixer. Little Keanu Reeves gifts comes up, alerts, hey, this person just followed you or subscribed to you, and it plays a little noise, and I get... I get the alert that it happened, which is great. And other than that, you know, there's a lot more you can do. Like when people have like donation goals or follower goals or subscribe goals for like Twitch subs or Mixer subs, all those little bars that fill up in real time and donation goals, that's all Streamlabs. And I love that company and I had, you know, the opportunity, saw a tweet, went in the DMs, was like, hey... I'm already working with Extra Life, but here's my schedule. You need me. I got you. They were even like, are you sure? You're like, you've got a busy schedule. It's not I'm like, no, I'd rather work at a convention. I'd rather help out where I'm needed than to, you know, just walk around the convention floor, just kind of like minding my own business, not doing anything. Because I know a lot of streamers that are going to be there. A few of my friends are going to be there, but I'm not going to, you know, just follow them around like a lost puppy. I'd rather, you know put my expertise to good use so Streamlabs is going to get they're also going to be doing meet and greets so just a few people they're going to have Raj uh, the Asian Avenger Snackles uh, Quarter Jade and a few other you know streamers I'm going to pull up the list now those are the ones I know off the top of my head that I actually have seen before Uh, Tarzaned is going to be there on Saturday from 11 to noon so a couple, like, you know, one hour, two hour, like, signings, which is, you know, nice. So I think that's pretty cool. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's, like, Streamlabs is so widely known and used by streamers that their booth is going to be freaking insane. I'm And I'm, I'm looking forward. It's going to be exciting. So I'm going to be there about 9.30 in the morning to, like, 1 o'clock Friday and Saturday. I won't be there Sunday, but I'll probably stop by, say hi to everybody. And then... From about one fifteen to about five five thirty ish, I'm gonna be at Extra Life in the charity row. This is my second time working in Extra Life booth. I'm 
more than ecstatic. I'm so glad they afforded me the opportunity to, you know, go again and help out. Um, you know, the Children's Miracle Network and Extra Life are kind of like one of those charities that I really hold close to the vest. So if I'm ever needed, like, they, they, they have me as a volunteer anytime they need me, honestly. And I'll be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from, you know, 1 to about 5, 5.30-ish. And so they got a lot going on in their booth. I don't know. Like, they haven't publicly announced what they're going to have at their booth. So I don't know what I technically can say. Because <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble being like, hey, this is what they're going to have at the booth. Um, just know it's going to be a lot of fun. You should definitely stop by and check it out. Um, sign up for Extra Life while you're there. We're, we're going to do on-site donations. Um, you know, and signing up and you could join a team or sign up solo. So, you know, for those of you who are listening who haven't, um, and you're going to be at TwitchCon, definitely stop by the booth. We'll, we'll have some goodies and giveaways and little cool little things if you do all those things at the booth. Um, other than that, man, it's just, it's going to be fun. Like, I'm, I'm really excited. I also have friends who are flying in that I've, some of them I haven't met before, some of them I have, but I haven't seen since 2016 TwitchCon. So I'm, it's going to be, I can't express enough how excited I am because, I'm kind of a recluse. I work a lot. I sit at home, talk to my friends on Twitter or text or play video games, Xbox, but to like finally meet people in person, grab a coffee or burger, maybe some sushi or pokey or Korean barbecue. It doesn't even matter. I'm just really happy that, you know, I get to see my friends, you know, uh, even though I'm in San Diego, it's a big city. You know, I just, a lot of my friends East Coast or up Northern California, Washington state, you know, back in Boston, so it's like, yeah, everyone's coming over this way. About time, because I don't like flying, so I'm not going over there. So, but yeah, TwitchCon, it's going to be pretty good. I'm not looking forward to Thursday. So I have to line up to get my badge. Badges, pickups are from noon to 10 p.m. It's going to be a long-ass line. So I'm going to try and get there early in the morning, grab a coffee, make sure the switch is charged, and you better believe I'm I'm going to be in that line before noon, because the badge pickup starts at noon. So, a lot of people are like, oh, well, batch pickup starts at noon. I'll go at noon. No. Batch pickup starts at noon. You better get over there at like 10, 10.30. If not earlier, 9.30, 9.45-ish. Trust me. I mean, luckily, 2016, I got my badge ahead of time through the the company I was going to you know work for. So, I didn't have to wait in line. But this year, I do. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. I was like, that's the worst thing is having to wait in line to pick up your badge. And I've... I've only had to do that twice, and it was, or one other time, I had to do it this time, and I had to do it at E3, other than that, I've never had to wait in line, most of the time they mail them out to you ahead of time, or the company would have them, and then like, they would meet me out front and give it me the badge, so this is, I mean, this is a lot of work, except for one, I went to a couple conventions on the East Coast in Connecticut, where literally I would... I had the contact information. I would either text or email the the people running the convention, and someone would actually like grab me through security and that's not and walk me over to like their off their pseudo like office they set up and just hand me the badge there, which was kind of cool. That made me feel really important. But yeah, the lining up uh, that's gonna third. It's been ungodly hot here in San Diego. Like even right now, it's like almost ninety where I am. I'm just north of the city. So I'm not I'm not too far away. Like it's an easy, quick commute down there still, 
but it's hot, and I was just like, oh man, I don't think, I don't think people realize, like, I'm gonna be sweaty, like, it's gonna be hot in that line, so bring water, everything, and that's what I think, backpacks, you can bring backpacks, I don't know all the strict rules, but I will say this, bring water, and deodorant, and probably a battery pack for your phone, because that's what I'm, like, my, every time I go to a convention, since, you know, having an exhibitor industry badge, I can bring my backpack, I always have couple water bottles in there one energy drink I always have a shirt to change into and then um usually deodorant some sort of hair care product because I get sweaty and also my hair after a while just kind of like messes itself up and I gotta like you know make myself a little presentable and hand sanitizer lots of hand sanitizer and that's usually what I bring that's usually what I have on me or like some sort like a tablet or my switch so I can you know play some games if I have to wait in line for anything or a break or if I, you know, commuting back up on, like, the trolley back to my apartment. That's about it. Um, I was going to go over, like, a survival guide, bring this, this, and this, but honestly, like, there's so many tweets out there and everyone's doing that. And I'm like, you know what? Like, hey, just enjoy the convention. Just make sure you shower, you're clean, hands and hydrated. Definitely water because it's hot here. And, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get heat exhaustion or heat stroke. And you obviously want to be safe while you're out here. I always tell everyone, credit card, especially if you're traveling, if you don't tell your bank ahead of time that you're traveling, you might get your card declined. So make sure you tell your bank you're traveling. Make sure you have some cash on you in case of emergencies. That's something my aunt and my mom always told me, even when I was like like teenager and this and that. Always keep, you know, cash on you even if it's $20 cash but not a $20 bill like a 10 a 5 and 5 ones always keep some form of you know cash on you just in case anything happens and always have phone numbers important contacts written down and like put them on a post-it in your wallet just in case your phone dies because you know think shit happens and you want to be prepared just in case and that's really all the advice I can give for TwitchCon but like this is part one of like a two-parter because like I'm next week, like I said, I'll have all the TwitchCon stories and then I'll have, you know, go over my comic books and I have a few friends that I've been talking to. We're going to have some cool episodes, like little guests coming on because October's coming up and it's going to be all horror-themed episodes for the whole entire month of October and possibly November just because I like horror that much. I might make it just a, two months of just Halloween genre-themed you know episodes so make sure you check those out with that being said that's kind of it you can uh follow me on twitter at the underscore ion vein you can that's the same for instagram my snapchat is ion vein the podcast is available on all podcasting platforms spotify apple Podcasts, stitcher google play and if you want the links to all those to find them Go to anchor.fm slash A-N-N-M podcast. And then also I have the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash A-N-N-M podcast. Um, behind the scenes photos, sneak previews at episodes before they come out. Starting in October, I'm going to have ex- Patreon exclusive one-shot episodes of the show that are going to be like 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, there's going to be one probably every other week or every week i'm working on breaking down what kind of episodes i'm gonna do um there's different tiers starts at a dollar i think the highest one is like for actual content is like 10 bucks 
I have some outlandish numbered ones where if, oh, if you do this tier, you're basically a producer or a sponsor. But go check it out. Um, it helps keep the podcast free. As you know, this episode did not have an ad, even though I do have a sponsor. Um, it's just it was messing with how the podcast was being uploaded and sounded, and there's a lot of dead air because of how the ads were playing. So until I get information back on how that can be fixed, because it's not on my end, I'm not going to run any ads on the podcast. So with that being said, thank you for listening to a Nerd Named Mark podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd. Nerd.